0: All right. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Less of a Man podcast, a podcast that teaches you guys that no matter what you're going through, no matter how you're feeling, you are never less of a man. What's up, EJ? It's just us two today. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> how you feeling? How you feeling? We the only ones that showed up for work. How you feeling today?
1: Uh, it was good. It's funny. Um, <laughs> it was funny, our conversation before and how you basically talking about
0: prostitution, like you'd be paying for sex. I'm not Hold talking on. about prostitution. I'm just, t- like, for those who dialed call me out, I'm going to bring people in the conversation real quick. For I told my wife that I'm putting her in positions to better our household, our children, our lives. We're about to buy a house. We're about to buy a new car. Like, we're we doing some pretty pretty good thing. God has definitely blessed us. And I was just saying that think about all this stuff Next time you turn me down for sex, that's all I'm saying. Think about all this stuff that's happening that that we are building towards. Think about all the exes that you had that didn't. And I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. In then shapes. also
1: you're writing checks and then implying that you should automatic. You should, you need to get sex. I'm just. Di- <laughs> that's. <laughs> like- <laughs> I did not say that. So that's I a form saying, of, of prostitution. I'm just saying. I, I say mean, that. most heterosexual people probably won't agree with me. They'll say that it's a right, like it's the duty of a wife to whatever. But
0: it is a duty I mean, of a wife. It is. It's still prostitution. You're paying for it's sex. Not, I'm not saying here's money, give me sex. I'm just saying that look at everything that's happening and think about all the past stuff, the past situations you are in. And did they put you in position like that? So I'm just saying, like, be a little grateful. That's all, all I heard
1: was. in the conversation. Was here's a check.
0: <laughs> Take this D. <dude."
1: laughs> that's that's what I heard. Okay.
0: Thank you for uh to our my private conversation to you <laughs> in front of everybody. But how how was your uh mental health for the week?
1: Um, this week was interesting. A couple of dms that were
0: <laughs> people sliding <laughs> dms man
1: they were, they're surprising um we get yeah. in the yacht
0: we get in the
1: yacht <laughs> i don't know it's always i mean i don't i i wouldn't say that i have super low self-esteem but i also don't feel like i'm like you know the best thing that's hit the earth um so i get you I mean, like you're that, the
0: baddest bitch in the room no i
1: don't uh, no, I'll, I'll, no, I don't. I don't feel like I'm the baddest bitch in the room. But I feel like I do well. So when you get secret admirers... <laughs> I'm up there.
0: I'm not Beyonce, but I'm up I'm there. not Beyonce, <laughs> but I'm,
1: like, a few steps down. So I'm just, I'm just saying, no. So when you get secret admirers, you get admirers that are like, hey, you know, it makes you feel good, you know? So, so That's how my week was. It was...
0: I don't get Sigrid Myers because I was a solid six before the pandemic. And now during the pandemic, I'm probably a. My wife said I'm a 4.4 now. So. Wow.
1: Yeah. Not I, the I, point 4. four.
0: Yeah. So I was like, dang. So, so I, if I wasn't getting the Myers before the pandemic, I know I ain't getting it. I ain't, I ain't getting them now. But my week was, um, <clears throat> you, everybody knows uh, I work from home for the most part. So my company sent me to we we work for not car dealerships but we work for the software on car dealers websites. so they sent me to a car dealership and I was like cool I'll go we have a bunch of protocols in place because of corona and when I went man you would have thought it was a regular day like basically like the pandemic didn't exist nobody was wearing a mask nobody and it was like I was like blown away by it and to the point that when I left I called my wife and I said I got to take a COVID test. And you know, you can't take a COVID test like like just like the next day. You got to wait like at least three to five days before you could take one because it has to show up in your system. So I have extreme anxiety and I felt very bad because I was like, I was in in this position with these people trying to chase money and um, basically could have put my family in a, a dangerous situation. Like if somebody would have had, I would have brought it home. I have an infant at home, and I just felt really bad about it, man. You know what I'm saying? I felt really bad. I had anxiety. I wasn't sleeping that much, but I went to get my test of yesterday morning. I went, got it, came back negative. Um, I'm a I'm a little paranoid, so I'm my my place is getting the free COVID test today, so I'm taking it, and also I'm, I'm taking another test on Tuesday just to make sure. But, um. I don't know i think i felt bad because i felt like i put money over the well-being of my household in a sense like i was chasing it and that just didn't make me feel good so that's how that's kind of how my week uh kind of went do you have anything to say about that since you say i'm processed i'm a pimp i mean if the
1: shoe fits the the glove fits or the hat (laughs) <laughs> to
0: fit if the love doesn't. Um, no, I
1: think that. <clears throat> I mean, it's. I think it's great that you think that way because a lot of people wouldn't kind of think about that that way, especially when you talk about jobs. Like people don't think about, hey, you know, I'm going to work, and then there's a potential risk associated with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, I work from home at my main job, but then my other job, I don't work from home because right. it's, you know, a retail store. So that's a risk every day. I'm there four times a week. So, and people, not everyone. And it's crazy. Like you said, there's not like a lot, there weren't a lot of people following protocols no, at I that said, place. I said, nobody was. Okay. it was Nobody not- was following. <laughs> so he said nobody. And the same thing happens at the retail store that I work for. Um, that I supervise that. People try to come in there with no mask, ma'am, sir. You have a mask. Oh, I don't have one. I really wish I could just turn them away and say, "Well, then you got to go," but you can't. You can't turn them away. I mean, you get you, we have to offer them a mask. That's what our oh, our policy is. So we have extra masks on hand. Which I guess I shouldn't say this because then everyone's going to turn up there with no mask and yeah, just I'm say, go on.
0: "Where where the Starbucks mask at?
1: Do you give them like Starbucks or just a- no? Drink? You don't. We have Starbucks masks, but y'all don't get Starbucks masks. But um. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's good. I mean, but it, I feel like people are kind of getting a little bit too comfortable too.
0: So yeah, especially um, with Texas and um is it Mississippi? No, it's not Mississippi. What's the other state? Is it Mississippi that, that took down Mississippi their was the yeah. other one.
1: Yeah. yeah Mississippi I- has the highest incidence of a lot of different
0: <laughs> just, like, things that that are like I affecting your health. State Mississippi. Y'all don't want to do it. But um I feel like it's at the end of the game. And how to say Mississippi is all black people move to Mississippi, by the way. But um, I feel like we're at the end of the game for all you guys that play video games. Let's say you play uh, God of War. I just got done playing Metal Gear. These like last bosses are extremely difficult. And um, the new God of War game, the Valkyrie Queen is extremely difficult. And you have the strategy, the super strategy. It took me an hour to beat her. But you had a super strategy, and when you get close to the end, sometimes you at the end and you like got a few more hits left, and you just start wiling out because you're like, "Shit, I'm here. I'm at the end." And what happens? Because you you moved off your strategy, she laid that fatal blow on you. Now you got to start all over, and that's kind of where I I fear that's where we're happening. Like, so because we have the, the vaccine, uh, my wife just got her first shot yesterday. Um, my Family, a lot of them have gotten their shots. Um, but because we have this and we see numbers actually going down, that people are now thinking that everything is cool. And and the problem is in Europe is a third wave happening right now. It's a third wave happening in Europe. And that's what's gonna happen here if we still we still gotta do our strategy that got us here. You know what I'm saying? We like, fuck it, it's the, we the Falcons in the third quarter with a 25-point lead, and we like, fuck it, we got, we won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't, we can't do that, man. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, we have to, we have to, um, I don't know, we gotta be smart, and we're not smart, but I felt that the money was like, wasn't going to be worth it if something happened to my household like I'm not going to sit here and be like well Lisa got the money you know what I'm saying if I made my whole household in a compromising situation so I was with anxiety and then when I was holding my son I wouldn't talk to him like I haven't kissed him um I haven't like played with him really since that day
1: wow you're affectionate
0: with your son I try to be I try to be affectionate. What? He's affection, man.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> the most affectionless person, the most ama- affectionless person that I know. I'm glad to hear this.
0: Yeah, but I had to spend like this past week not like when I'm talking to him, he's right here and my face is turned because I just don't want you know the, the particles even to hit him because until I get all these tests and then they go back negative, they come back negative. I mean, I feel fine, but I just don't want to take the risk because then you could be asymptomatic, right. We don't don't want to do anything that risks us. And I'm just fear that America, we're we're already arrogant. Did you see the the pictures in Miami for spring break?
1: No, I don't even pay attention half the damn time. They were
0: twerking on police
1: cars. Oh, wait a minute. Was it, I saw a picture of a police car. Like it looked like it was on a beach, but it was all white people around it.
0: Yeah, they're like having spring break in Miami, wilding out.
1: Yeah, and I think some of the caption was, you know, if Black people were doing this or something, because white people were wilding out around the police cars or whatever was happening. Yeah, Yo, I, I saw something like that. I didn't really pay attention to what it was about, though.
0: We got to take it seriously, man. We got to take it serious. Speaking of white people wilding out, this has, been a <laughs> <week>. we <laughs> yeah, this has been a week for white people, man. A very, very interesting week for white people. Did you see uh, Sharon Osbourne? Osbourne? When she yeah, that... So that happened
1: what last week with Cheryl no, like Underwood. Okay. Um, but the headlines, because the reason why it keeps going and going is because apparently there was like a history of her making yeah. very like racially mm-hmm. charged or yep. undertone type of, of comments. Like I guess she called co host Ghetto. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, called the Black People. It was
1: ghetto. Leah Remy and Holly. Holly Robinson Pete yeah so that called them ghetto and then uh, at one point she had said megan markle doesn't even look black wow. um in a in an episode and she has had and you now see all these things but you know back in the day when she was making those comments at about what 2012 20 all throughout that time like people didn't make that such of a it wasn't that big of a deal or they didn't really catch it but now you see that it was consistent behavior like okay well she's saying all this stuff now, acting like a victim now um, when someone simply is saying, hey, someone is making comments. They may not necessarily be considered racist, but they're implying um, there's a tone of racism behind them because they're trying to
0: not even acknowledge right. an issue that is racially charged. And She Only, said, "She yeah. told Julie Chen, I just have it up. Julie Chen, she said about her slanted eyes and she called yeah. uh, Sarah Gilbert um who's a lesbian on the show called her a oh yes a pussy liquor a uh, yes
1: it, yes, oh, yes and
0: fish is. eater is what it said yes wow, <laughs> wow mm-hmm. a fish eater <laughs> so
1: not only racially racially wow. charged but also
0: like like homophobic yeah so also there was a teacher who made a kid clean up poo poop out the toilet with his bare hands and the teacher was in and, and the boy was a five-year-old boy five-year-old boy basically what happened is five-year-old boy pooped and clogged the toilet up so she said I'm and the teacher's white the little boy's black and she says that you know I'm gonna teach him a lesson to not clog the toilet up by him cleaning up the poop with his bare hands and I'm trying to uh get her name. Oh Ashley is the, the mom's name, but it's in Arkansas. It was in Arkansas. Of course it would be in some place like that. Yeah. It's just it, I mean it's just what lesson
1: I, are you teaching the kid? Like have you never clogged a toilet before? Especially five. At five? That's this and that's disgusting.
0: Yeah that's disgusting. It's degrading. Um and then it was like what did you think was gonna happen? Like the mom was going to wild the fuck out right the mom actually was like a lot calmer than i would have been like i don't like this is one of those instances that if i can't find a female to put hands on her like i might have to just like jack up or something like i just i can't let her walk freely while letting my son do that
1: not only is that disgusting degrading but it's also not safe because species has lots of different things
0: Yep, because if he yeah. had a cut or something on him, because you know, kids or whatever, he exactly. could have got super sick for that.
1: Exactly. And just, hopefully, she loses her job.
0: Yeah, she's suspended now. Uh, the mom. No, she should be just fired. Them. Yeah, it should. It should be no question. Um, it should be no question. But I'll be looking for aunties, grandmas. I'll be going in the street, like, hey, just a random black woman. Hey, can you help me? Whoop her ass? like, and telling the story. Like, I feel like when I was listening to the story, I felt like. She can't walk around being comfortable. And that be my kid. You know what I'm saying? So the biggest thing, um, the biggest, not the biggest thing, the biggest story that happened is here in Atlanta. Here in Atlanta, um, uh, I didn't get his name. I should have looked up his name. I didn't look up, but there was a a shooting that happened in three spas. Three spas and eight people were killed. Six of them were Asian women. Two of them was I don't know if they were a white couple, but it was a a, a, a white man and a white woman that got um that got murdered. <clears throat> All the reports at first was like this was a hate crime, um this was about uh, xenophobia, this was about Trump saying about the 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 China virus, and and violence for Asian Americans has Robert gone. Robert Aaron Long, age twenty one of Woodstock. Thank you. Um yes, Aaron Long, who who. And the funny thing is he bought the gun that same day, same day he bought, which was weird. And which was weird because when I bought my gun, I had to wait. So is it the waiting period? He just picked it up that day or he actually purchased it that day, which is anyway. Um, so basically, Asian crime and stuff has gone up. Hate crimes have gone up because of, of the coronavirus and all this that's gone on. they had a press conference about it and i'm laughing because the police chief then says he was having a bad day (laughs) and then said he was a sex addict and saw these spas as evil and wanted to help him help him and other people fighting sex addiction by eliminating these institutions my first my first question to you EJ is what lengths do white people go to defend white people, to victimize white people, even though they're the criminal? Go ahead.
1: I mean, there's no stone left unturned when it goes to
0: uh,
1: (laughs) trying to, um, you know, make, uh, desensitize or trying to diminish, like, you know what has happened, especially when it's a right, white right. person um violently acting against any other person of color, any mm-hmm. other nationality. There's always some type of a reason. And we can always what's interesting is that for things that are not even like racially motiva- motivated from black people or people of color, mm-hmm. automatically. They're thugs, mm-hmm. they're Islamic ext- extremists, they're mm-hmm. terrorists, America. they're rapists, they're mm-hmm. thieves, they're robbers, yeah. there's they're all <laughs> these yeah, right. different things, right? But you know, <laughs> you could have eight people killed in, in Atlanta and completely walk just like unarmed unharmed mm-hmm. into a police car. Or you can shoot up an entire black church and walk and get Burger King Burger. on your way to prison.
0: Um, Burger. How do you think Burger King feel about that? <laughs> like, like, I got put, like, dude, I ain't had nothing to do with it. Why did you take him to Burger King? That's what <laughs> I was... But, but you can I, simply I, just be
1: Black or a person of color and just piss off the wrong person, basically, basically just for being in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. and you could potentially be dead, right? Or you could be, but, you know, in your house. Um, apparently, you announced that you were a police officer, and, you know, be shot um, to death.
0: And, and we just there's no an repercussions for that. That's where the cop shot the, the little boy that was in the car. Exactly.
1: So it's it's it to me, it's crazy. There's like no like there's always a rhyme or a reason. Like in this instance, you're going to say because of like, do you know that these people were doing sex crimes? No, really, honestly, months. if you wanted to help people, most of the time, the sex crimes that are happening, these people are being trafficked. These women are being trafficked because Asian women are often um, over-sexualized, right? Absolutely. And, With and, like and, the,
0: li- the love you long time and the, ha- the yeah. happy endings at the end of the massages. So. And
1: fetishized
0: mm-hmm. uh, over.
1: So mm-hmm. like in this situation, the victim usually are asian women so you're killing asian women to stop like what you feel is like sex addiction wouldn't you be more i mean it doesn't make any sense to me if you were wanting to stop that right Mm. people that are being victimized are the asian women in that instance in what he was saying wouldn't you be going after the people that are actually going to use these women for sex like the people uh, that are actually addicted,
0: those, he's saying he's trying to save those people from the temptation of going into those places. So he's wanted to eliminate. That's what I read. He wanted to eliminate. That's those. dumb.
1: You eliminate the per, the person that is doing the act, not
0: the people that are being trafficked into doing it. Like that makes zero I sense. Agree. No, I, I agree. And I was just like, God damn, they go to great lengths to put a cape on this motherfucker, didn't they? They put a cape okay. on this nigga. <laughs> like I was like, God, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> where are i was like are we in bizarre world where are we i have never seen like when we when i watch like a black criminal i don't i don't listen to the i listen to the crime but i also i think about his background i think most of us black people are in survival mode like most of us and we do crime for survival to kick in that's why we have the attitude we are. That's why if you stare at us the wrong way, we catch attitude. That's why we don't trust each other. Why? Because we're always in survival mode. Once we get out of survival mode, our, you know, our thought process kind of changes. But what I'm saying is when Black people are criminals, there's a le- there's, we can have a legitimate story of what led this person down this road. Yet we don't do that. This dude killed eight people killed eight people and we blamed it on a sex addict like we blamed, like he was like a hero like we they literally made it seem like this dude put his <laughs> stepped inside the boat loosened up the top superman is alive like he was just like like he was saving him up and i just couldn't believe it man i couldn't believe it. my question to you is so a lot of people are now are saying like you know at first the reports was this was a hate crime the next now is about sex addicts. So now white people are saying like, "See, y'all are quick to say it's about race. Y'all always trying to bring up race in this." Like, I had uh, <laughs> um, one of the comments was like, "The media is always trying to make this about race." I'm like, "Dude, six six Asian women. First of all, you hit six Asian establishments. <laughs> like they were Asian." I establishments. mean,
1: yeah, okay, so now it's not racially motivated, but you put you Who? specifically targeted Asian. Establishment.
0: Okay. six of them were asian women like what's up with white people man what's up with that like like they're like yeah they died but it wasn't racially motivated so <laughs> like what, what is up with them man I'm i gonna... don't
1: know honestly at this point i don't know like number one it's super aggravating to <laughs> sometimes actually most recently talking to certain white people about things or just reading or looking in the news. And we don't say white people a lot on the show today, just so you know, because yeah. it often is. So you listen to this podcast, you give no fucks because it's just what it is. <laughs> so uh, number one, let me say this statement I posted a few days ago. It, it baffles me that a person can talk about an, their experience with racism, and white people will always try to find a reason why, you know, it's not appropriate to talk about it, or you're just trying to get sympathy, or it's not an issue. My experience is my issue, and the same thing applies to these people that are victims. It applies to all eight women that it happened in Atlanta. It applies to all, you know, Muslim or Islamic um, people that are not terrorists that are also being persecuted in our country. It applies to black people that are walking down the street and you think that they're thugs or, you know, the, the white girl that said this dude raped me and didn't rape me. It applies to all those situations, right? Yep. So how dare they tell us when and how to talk about our experiences or feel about them? Like that to no end pisses me off and I don't understand it. Um, And number two, don't tell me that it's not about race because it is about race. Like, I don't want to hear you say that. Like, if that's what you have to say, don't say anything because you're going to piss me off even more because at the end of the day, these situations are about race. You cannot deny that. Like, don't try to make it seem less. Don't try to make it diminish the issue. Like, stop trying to just avoid talking about an issue that is a huge issue.
0: Yeah. Especially when everything's about race. Don't, like, you can tie almost everything to race. Like, remember the, the show Black AF? And if you like the show or not, that's not the point here. But everything they, they pointed back to, it's because of slavery. Why do people do that? It's because of slavery. Like, literally, everything in this country, for the most part, is motivated by race. I mean, the whole attack on the, <laughs> the overthrow of the government on, what, is it, January 6th? That was about race. That was about white people feeling like they were losing their white power, which they're not losing their white power. What they are doing is having consequences to their actions. That's it. <laughs> they're not losing power.
1: But they, they still get to power. go on vacation to Mexico even after being an insurgent.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, And then the one that gets, in, one of the ones in prison gets to demand healthy foods because he's a, a, a vegan or whatever and he gets to demand healthy foods, but whatever. My question to you though, is now there's a huge movement, you know, I think it is stop Asian hate. I believe you posted it too. I
1: posted that and our, you know, our fraternity posted that too.
0: Our fraternity posted it. What is black people's role in other people's uh, disenfranchised people's struggle? Do you think?
1: I mean, I don't know what our role is, but I, I think that people imply, or people just automatically assume that because Black people have been so disadvantaged throughout history in America, that we should automatically be on, we should automatically be like the protectors or uh, the supporters. Which we are. We we definitely support. Um, you know, we don't we don't want violence, or we don't want prejudice, or we don't want racism to happen to any other culture, or any other subgroup, or any other. Um, uh, any other religion or any other type of person that, you know, people think is different or not the norm. But at the same time, like, we would like to see the same movement happen to us. And sometimes it's frustrating to always have to be the people to step up against something that's happening right now to us. Like in that moment, it's weird. Cause in the moment, like the same shit's happening to us. Uh, we have to step up and try to support other people, which is fine. It's not all about black people and right now it is about there are a lot of hate crimes against Asian people because of statements that 45 has said, right? They've taken it and they ran with it. Um, and it's also because there's also prejudice uh, you know, against Asian people period in general. So you know, I don't know what our role specifically should be. I know we should be supporting, but I think for black people it's hard because we feel like we have so many issues that we talk about on a daily basis and we deal with Mm -hmm. the experiences that we have and they're kind of like pushed to the side. And now we have to like support another movement, which is the same, but it's happening to another group of people.
0: No, you're. to me, you hit the nail on the head. So do you remember it was during the Black Lives Matter was real strong. It was the little white boy that, I think his name was Hunter that got killed. And it was a kid was killed by a black guy. And everybody, and then white people on the comments was like, see where the march is for him at. And my response is, why aren't you marching? Why aren't you throwing the march? Like, <laughs> I don't know why people feel like it's black people's obligation to stick up for everybody. And like you said, I like what you said, it demeans our struggle because you're like, well, we could push you to the back where Now you need to take on this. Like, I'm here to support anything. I think. I think what happened to, what's happening to the Asian community is terrible. It ain't their fault. It ain't their fault. And then most of these people are not even Chinese. Like it happened in China, they're not even Chinese. So like I have a huge Korean population by where where I stay. And granted, I'm going to give them my, the population by where I stay. I see a lot of Black Lives Matter stuff here, but I mean, especially during this time, but it's not black people's obligation to to carry the flag for everybody's struggle. Now I'm with you, we should be supporting. We should definitely be supporting. So if you have the march, we should be there wanting to be there to support this because we shouldn't be tolerating racism. Nobody should be tolerating any kind of racism, any kind of hate crime. Nobody should be tolerating that. And we should be there. But the notion that it is our obligation to help you know what i'm saying i I, and i think that's what it is as soon as we talk about a struggle everybody wants to talk about, about theirs and we keep getting pushed to the back burner i just don't want us we still have a cause that we're fighting we got a cause we can't forget about our cause trying to jump and help every single person you know what i'm saying i want to support i want to be there i want to help you yeah the
1: headline the day that that you know all transpired the next headline is like you know, essentially saying, yo, Black people should be jumping to... Like, there was headlines. Like, Mm -hmm. yo, okay, absolutely Black people should, but should we not all in America be jumping to support this? Like, if we're all Americans, these are Asian Americans, right? These are Mm -hmm. Asian Americans. They are part of our American, you know, culture. Why is it... Why are you calling out, oh, well, Black people should definitely jump? No, that should not be a headline. The headline should be that this is terrorism, right? Right. Like yeah, yeah. this is racially motivated terrorism that's happening and that was done by a white person. But you're gonna your headlines talking about black people should jump film. to
0: because it done. also is causing a uh, divisiveness because it's saying like black people only care about black people. Look, y'all one of y'all's gig and and black people don't care. The headline should be white people should be checking their own. That's what it should be. White people should be jumping. We had nothing to do with this. You know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah, call it, call a spade a spade, it's terrorism. It's Terrorism. Yeah, it's terrorism. White um, terrorism. The biggest terrorist group is white people. Hey, it was white males. It is the biggest In America,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the, the article should be like, how do we stop out domestic terrorism here? Not, hey, Black people, uh, we see you marching, <laughs> yourself. <Why laughs> you marching for yourself. Why you ain't marching for everybody else? That's like, why is it... Like, why do people feel like it's our obligation? Do you think that it's just... They're just trying to demean us or cause, cause divisiveness? Like, why do... Why does the media feel like it is our obligation, though? I think
1: that, I mean, you know, because of our history, you know, we could relate to it. Like, we're, we're able to relate mm-hmm. to the struggle because they're very similar. Um, so I think that people automatically assume that, you know, you should be right able to support them because you can relate to them more. <laughs> like, it's almost like <laughs> it's like being at work, right? And you start talking about a topic and you have all these white people around and then yeah. you might have some asian people you might have some you know middle eastern people so the all the people of color can relate to this one topic and right. the white person's just looking at you like you should be answering this right <laughs> like especially when it comes to like black culture thing you know it's kind of like that right like so the asian and the middle eastern we all kind of like they can get it because they can relate because there's some variant that's within their own culture that's very right. similar and the white person just looking at you because you're like, they're like, I don't know what to do. So I don't know. You, you So it's kind of like, you answer, answer. Yeah, you, you know, I don't know. This, this shit ain't, ain't about me. I, I can't relate. <laughs> it's above me now. Like, I don't know. Like, so I feel like that's what happens a lot of times. It's like, okay, because I, it's not relatable to me. I don't have this experience. And I know that you do. Then you automatically should be able to relate to that and respond. Um, And so I don't know that it's always malicious. I do feel like it's like, at what point are you going to try to make the attempt to understand, right? You don't have to be able to always relate. You don't always have to have to have have that that experience. But what you're not doing is educating yourself. And what you're not doing is immersing yourself within those cultures to understand how their lives are affected by things like this. You just yeah. look on the outside and you're like oh you know i feel bad for them like no we need to you to do more than feel you bad for us you need something. to be involved in it and you need to be understanding and educating yourself your children your family your friends about all these things so that we can change the culture of of the united states in america because it's not going to change unless people are changing their thought processes and people are getting to know and understand different cultures and how they operate their experiences you know right. like we, we're not gonna move the needle out that
0: and these are your people like and the funny thing about that comment <laughs> is black people have had us black people have had a culture where we always try to look out for everybody so even if you look out for like uh if you watch the movie Judas and the Black Messiah I know I bring up this movie quite a bit but even there was a scene where he went to poor white people and tried to galvanize them. Affirmative action, even though we fought for affirmative action, it has helped white women the most. You know what I'm saying? We are always helping other people. Our causes is always uh, trying to help other people, all people. We want equal for all people, but the always the end, we're always the ones getting pushed to the bottom of the totem pole. So my next question to you is. I see a lot of people post about, you know, stop Asian hate in which they should. But what I don't see is a lot of people push back on it. But when we say something like Black Lives Matter, then you hear all lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Colin Kaepernick Neal about what's going on in our community. People call him, well, 45.
1: Anti-patriotic.
0: Yep. uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, They're disrespecting the military why is it that when we try to talk about these things we get so much pushback but for it seems like do you think like like the asian community because basically we taking a hit for every other community so they was like like they're trying to open their ears for us and so when it happens to other people now they're listening kind of thing or why, why do you think it's such a pushback when we talk about these issues
1: i think it's difficult for people to hear the truth right so when you're forced to have to deal with the truth, right? So when we make these statements about what's happening, America doesn't want everyone else to know that we have this shit happening. So as soon as it, it's almost like as soon as it comes out, or we start to talk about those issues, it's like let's lip it under the butt. All lives matter, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, you know, black on black crime. We talk about this all the time. Whatever black yeah. people say that there's an issue, we always try to. The defense is black on black crime. Or all lives matter, or you're just being sensitive about everything, or everything's not about race, or, or I not, see no or or I don't see color. Or fuck uh, you don't uh, see color. You see fucking color. Is this yeah. purple? Do you see this as a purple shirt? You see well, fucking also, color. If you don't see like,
0: color, then you shouldn't be driving because that means you don't see uh the green light and the red the, light.
1: Exactly. So it's like like I just want to start pointing at things. Is this red? Is this green?
0: Is this blue? Also, they, also, what like, they say is, uh, well, my I never owned slaves. You never. Well, all there. my
1: friends are black. Yeah, I have lots of friends that are black. I'm married to someone that's black. You say any and everything in the book to try to um, scapegoat or try to deflect, and I feel like right. people don't want to have to deal with that reality that this is it. And I think that because we're starting to be more vocal about our experiences, people are overhearing it. Like they don't want to hear it anymore because they're like, it's enough, we are, it's enough. It's almost like when you, you know, like you have that one person that talks about their birthday forever and their birthday, it seems like their birthday was there, like happened like weeks ago, but really it was like right. a month long, it's like it was a month later. They're always already talking about the birthday every day, every day, every every day. So we talk about our experiences. That's kind of how people are are get. They're like, I I don't want to hear it anymore. It's too much. Like it's an overload. Like no, it's never going to be an overload. Like you need. It's it's not going to be an overload to we can actually like stimulate to you to want to like get involved in changing the narrative <laughs> or changing the outcome. So
0: I don't think I don't think white people really understand how much they fucked us up, like culturally in our families and our. You know, generations. I don't think they really realize, cause, cause sometimes they'll point out, well, LeBron James and Jay Z's a billionaire. Uh, they just report Kanye West is a billionaire. What's the problem? That's an extremely small part of the population that is doing that. And I don't think they realize. I I don't know if they realize or they just don't give a fuck. But they fucked us up generation. Like we are doing stuff now like I'm starting a savings account for my for my my kids, right? Our our parents didn't do that. Like we going Not out a of, majority, nope. No, yeah, no, we going getting out of college with massive debt because they didn't plan for cuz the, cuz they didn't have the money to to save up for college. And it's like I don't like America is a huge criminal and they have to repent for the sins that they did. And they just don't want to do it especially when it comes to us. They do not want to do it, man. They're like, nah, 400 slavery? What?
1: It's such a non-issue. It's always a non-issue. I'm like, look, when when are we actually going to address it? It's such a, like.
0: Exactly. Like, it's a huge, it's a huge thing that, yes, me and you were not born slaves. But the effects of slavery still hits your household. It still hits my household. The effects of it. And to not sit here and address that, it's huge problems, man. It's huge. And we sit here as black people. We take it. We go to work every day. We code switch. We we try to, you know, make white people comfortable and then we come home and and, and deal with exhausted environments. Yeah, exhausted. <laughs> we come to these environments that we come from like I talked about earlier that we're in survival mode. And, and white people have not come to grips with that because they just don't want to. And it's, and it's it's infuriating for me because I think everybody should be standing up for the Asian community. But it's like when we do something, it's like 50% is going against us. If we talk about Breonna Taylor, we talk about George Floyd, we still got people like even the George Floyd, we saw a video that's undeniable. This guy almost eight minutes was on his neck and there's still people justifying, trying to justify it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, the the police actually tried to justify this guy by saying he was a sex addict. And everybody, for the most part, I've seen everybody has attacked him for it. Like well,
1: now, it's always mental illness, right? Always. Like, no matter what, there's like, oh, it's mental illness. But when it's a black person, they're a thug they have a history of violent crimes they have a history of you know this and their parents were separated and then this and then that but
0: but we have he real never be... <laughs> he you know how he got caught he got caught because his parents saw the surveillance on the, on the news and said that looked like my son that's who who turned him in his parents you know what i'm saying Like we have real stories like I forgot. And it's another story that I forgot when I was naming all white people wilding out this week was the announcer at the women's basketball game who called them fucking niggers and said and blamed it on his diabetes.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't read that story, but I had read a real a clip um, of that. The diabetes makes you
0: makes you a little racist, man diabetes makes you a little if that's the case <laughs> with black people who suffer a lot from diabetes yo we'll be popping off at the mouth every chain we yo,
1: got... we should be racist as fuck
0: as fuck that, <laughs> if, that's <the> <laughs> like, if that's the case but it's just like i don't know it's it feels like like we're living in this bizarre world like black people we have to every time something happens to another community it's like they should get to support, like the same way we're all supporting the Asian community is the same way we should all be supporting our cause. And it just like, it's frustrating to to feel like we don't get that, you know what I'm saying? Like we have to actually, and not only defend, we gotta defend our own, <laughs> like about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's it's difficult, man.
1: And then it's, yeah, it, it, up to me also, I think the, another difference though is that if something happens to the Asian community, they are able to set aside their differences mm-hmm. and come together. The thing yep. that I hate is that when something happens to the Black community, we are all over the place. Everyone yep. has, so we have people that are able to set aside whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, really support the cause. And then you have people that victim shame, people that, you know, follow the narrative and talking points from Fox news (laughs) people that all of a sudden become these like black ass Republicans Mm -hmm. that are like, Oh, well, if this and this and this didn't happen, or if they like, no, just support. like, I don't always a hundred percent agree with what, what, you know, a person's history is about. When I learned about these different situations, sometimes it is hard to see, but, the police in some instances were not going above the law. That's hard for me to see, but at the end of the day, a person doesn't necessarily need to die. Period. Right. And that's that's, that's that's where you stop, that's where you support. That's where you show the support. And yeah. it's not just about the fact that the person died, but it's a it is about that. But it's also about the fact that it's not a one-off situation. This is happening every a day. A lot a lot
0: and especially when you see these people who do these heinous crimes they are getting uh in custody you know safely nothing's happening to them exactly you know what i'm saying nothing's happening my next question um as we we get to the end of this podcast, we did pretty good with just us two i might i say i just want to put it out there you know what i'm saying be on the lookout <laughs> dnej new show but uh, um, the, the question I want to ask is when Black people do something to disrespect the community. So, I, for example, Nick Cannon, when he made his comments about the Jewish community, when Deshaun Jackson, who's a football player, made his comments about the Jewish community. And we have seen a bunch of Black people make comments about the LGBTQ community.
1: Lil Ma just did. Who? Lil Mom.
0: She just said oh, really? she's
1: going to start a heterosexual um, rights movement. It was see. a transphobic, it's transphobic.
0: You just yeah, literally
1: within the last few out, like, la- with between yeah. yesterday and today,
0: I making am. headlines. Yeah. And I like
1: Little Mama, but
0: yeah. girl, your biggest supporters are, are from would think the LGBTQ that too. community. I would think the biggest supporters would, would that's that's ill. But <laughs> so, how do us as Black people handle it? So, like the Nick Cannon situation, Little Mama you just named. Um, I just named somebody now. Can Can you now think about who who? It was. Oh, it was Deshaun Jackson. Um, when, when they say something like this? What is our job then?
1: <sighs> That's difficult. I think that a lot of statements that are made are because people are ignorant or uneducated mm-hmm. um, about cool. the topic. So um, if you're talking about Jewish people, you probably have no clue about their, you know, about them, their culture, their religious practices, mm-hmm. Um, anything about that? Um, you are talking about yeah. LGBTQ community to make statements, but in you know sometimes they're completely off basis, right? Like I deal with those all the time. Heterosexual men right. are are and heterosexual black men are the biggest culprits of interpreting that you know being gay means you automatically want every black man that you see, you want,
0: you you want right. every man that yeah, you see. That was the Dave Chappelle skit where he was like, do you want me? Do you want me? And he pulls out his shirt, do you want this? And he was like, ah, like, he was like, no, but. <laughs> he also,
1: I mean, and he also, and to that point, his comic relief also created an issue at Starbucks where someone, I think it was him, Dave Chappelle, um, that was talking about the um, Alphabet Mafia.
0: Yeah, yeah, the alpha, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We had someone come in to Starbucks and ask, if people are a part of the alphabet mafia and were laughing about it as if it was well, funny well, and i i don't want i'm not a big dave Chappelle uh s- supporter so i had no clue it wasn't me but it was someone else i had no clue but like it's
0: things like that like so <laughs> i'm hold on, i'm chuckling because my question is what was he expecting the answer to answer like if the answer was yes or no what, what, what was the point? Who was gonna move from there? Yeah, what you're, was literally what, what, was the, what was the point of it?
1: Come get your drink and leave. What <laughs> like, what is the what does it make? What does it like, matter the, if? Are you, you not you gonna drink the, the drink? I
0: guy is to just put his finger and just swirl around, and then <laughs> you're gay. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why he thought. Like, what were you trying to get out of that? And then laugh. I'm guessing it's a young kid. But why? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Why? Why is it that, That's why I chuckled. Like, why? What did he think? Gonna like,
1: happen. what was, what, how is that important? So mm-hmm. anyway, these, these comments, these sometimes situations are come out of ignorance. Right. Um, so we should be educating
0: mm-hmm.
1: ourselves and each other about them. Yes, we do also need to nip it in the bud and say, Hey, yo, you're, when you're wrong, you're wrong. Wow. Um, but we also need to also be able to allow people to be forgiven and to elevate and to move on and to um, progress in their their ways of thought. Um, now, some people, for me, I just am done. <laughs> like right. I can't, yeah. Because I feel like Nothing. once there's Nothing. like a repeated mm-hmm. pattern of behavior, like you don't, you don't get to keep on making the same mistakes over and over again. For me, like
0: yeah, but that's why we had a we had an episode uh, with about cancel culture, and one of the people I brought up was Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent constantly. This is Black women constantly
1: and homophobic.
0: Yeah. Constantly. And it's just like, how do we go about checking it? Because I think we should check it. But do I feel like we should check it in public with with people outside our culture? No, but it's like, but he did it in public. So because he did it in public, we should check him in public. You know what I'm saying? The thing I fear about checking someone like a Nick Cannon is that a lot of Black people think the way Nick Cannon thinks. So like you said, it's gonna to have to be a huge overhaul education about the communities, about these communities. And then, so my last question to you is, is it important for Black people to understand the history of other communities?
1: Absolutely. It's absolutely important. We can't be, we can't expect to be understood and we can't expect for people to um, try to not, not, they can't relate unless they have the experience, but to be compassionate and understanding about our stories. If we can't do the same for other people, you know, we talked about this before. It makes no sense for us to say, oh, we'll listen to our story, but we're not going to listen to anyone else's or Mm -hmm. try to understand because also we have to understand that these different histories are all interwoven. So we need to understand how our history interweaves into other histories and other communities and other cultures um, to truly understand the dynamic of, you know, what has transpired over the years. So, and I also think that we would also be able to see that there, we do have, we did have certain allies in certain cultures as well um, that were in support of us, you know, in spite of all the things that we've, we have gone through, so it's super important for us to be educated about all different cultures
0: yeah, and because people have different different struggles like one of my one of my shows I really love was talked the boat and it was about the Chinese family, but it, one of the things is it teaches you about their culture as well and how they view the world and how they see it because they see things a little different from us, and you're absolutely right. We can't ask people to understand us if we're not being understanding of other people. We have to be willing to learn other people's culture history um. And make it prominent, man, and make it as important as we, we, we're teaching our own history. Yeah, nothing is going to be higher to me than Black history. But learning Asian history, uh, uh, Latino history, is, should be important as well to our knowledge and to understand each other. But in saying this, there is some things still that especially like uh, Chinese China has to kind of answer for when it comes especially to Black people. So they have a, it was a commercial. I don't know if you've seen this commercial. It was on social media, especially, actually I saw it uh, before we start recording podcast, this podcast. Um, it was about, I think they were doing like a soap. And what it was, was the Black guy was basically dirty. And, she, and the, the the Chinese woman puts him in the, uh, the washer. And when he comes out the washer, he's a Chinese guy. So like, it's still some stuff there from both sides that need to be worked on. Like it, this road ain't just one-sided. Like, just like y'all, that wasn't right for y'all to do that either. So, both roads need to come together. But I think it's definitely important on our side. All we can control is our side, and that we need to definitely understand other people's plight and in, in their history. Cool, cool. I think we did a. I think we did a great job with just us two. What you think?
1: <laughs> uh, interesting they, out,
0: man. they better watch out <laughs> <laughs> our, when we get paid the paycheck might be a little bigger man it might cut two salaries man. <laughs> <laughs> um dang man i wasn't prepared are you prepared char usually does our send-off oh my
1: gosh so what I'm going to say is uh, you can check into all of our latest content. Visit www.lessofamanpodcast.com. Also subscribe um, to our channel on YouTube by clicking that link. You'll also find all of our other platforms. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, at Less of a Man Podcast, or Less of a Man. Um, but yeah, you know, look forward to making another episode. And we'll see really? you back.
0: In a week. You did this so much better than sure. We can't have a we can't have a podcast without dissing him.
1: <laughs> I mean, him. I'm
0: so much better than Sean. So. so much better than him. <laughs> <I> think, man, <laughs> listen, man, remember, this is the podcast that that tells men that no matter what they're going through, or no, no matter what they're feeling, you are never less of a man. So, till next time, peace.